0: Stephen, Jill here. Bonjour. (laughs) Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella, and
1: I'm Jill Dewitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today,
0: Jill and I talk about the ins and outs of babysitting a house deal. If anybody's qualified to talk about this topic, it's Jill.
1: Oh, I'd say it's us.
0: Jill is a great. (laughs) I'm very good at generating these house deals economically, and Jill's fantastic putting the money back in the account after it comes in.
1: You know what's funny about this parenting comes in. You have to set goals and boundaries and check in and there has to be rules and a lot of communication.
0: it's totally true. <laughs>
1: exactly. I can share more on that in a minute. If
0: you're considering being a parent, do a couple of house deals and see. Yeah, you I might like change it. your mind. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free.
1: Andrea asks, I've sent out my first mailer and I'm getting a lot of response back. Maybe too much response. (laughs) That's good. What are your average numbers for your mailers?
0: Okay, good. Excuse me. Great question. On the outbound, you can expect this for every 1,800 to 3,500 letters that you send out on their own, you can expect to buy a house. Yeah. Um, some of our really experienced House Academy members, uh, us included, do a little bit better than that. But I, I'm not comfortable telling you that eight, sending out 800 mailers is going to get you a house, right. which is which is realistic after I don't know four or five years of doing this. So, but in your head, if you're new, you should just just keep the 3,000 number in your head. So you're going to spend about $1,500 on mail and data in general to generate between 10 and $80,000 in prof- profit for yourself. Right. Those are pretty strong numbers by anybody's measure. Right. So those are the outbound numbers. Um, on the inbound numbers, what does it cost to close a deal? So a title costs, uh, inspections is 500 title probably costs, let's just say $1,500. Close a deal, cheaper. I'm
1: going to say it's around $2,000.
0: That's what I figure. I always put two, between two and $3,000 in my head. Right. There's some marketing costs like fixed-priced MLS. So your data mail should cost about 1500 bucks, and your closing costs should cost around 2500 So four to $5,000 to close a house and own it.
1: I want to talk back about her question about the numbers. She's asking about what are the numbers when I send out the mailers? Like, what should I get back? So when you say buy a house, that's at the very, very bitter end. So keep in mind, I think it's Andrea. So keep in mind, um, Andrea, that you're you're sending out mailers. You're gonna get maybe 10 to 20 that you're gonna to review to buy one or two. Oh, I see. That, I think, is the, her you numbers think, question. You 20 houses? Um, well, ten. Let's just say ten. If you look, when we send out these offers, I mean, there's there's a lot that come back. There's a lot that come back that are not in our ballpark, right? So we throw those out right away. They maybe they do want to sell, but they're like they want retail. But that's still a response. So you, you, you we take them all in, we log them all, we track them all, and keep and keep an eye on them. And some of these people too, it may not be right now. It may be six months from now. Mm-hmm. And You know. So I just wanted to point that out. It's not, it's not that you send out, let's just say an average of three thousand offers. You have one person that calls you back and you buy that one house. <laughs> it's not like that. There's more than one that call you back or respond to you or sign it, and then you do your due diligence and then you decide what you right. want to buy.
0: So my so, summary numbers are, what I said. I think, I mean, Jill's a little bit closer to it on the sell side than I am. I think it's more, it's closer to maybe three or five to one. The five people you talk to on the phone that come that's back. That's what I mean. Okay. Good. We're
1: saying the same thing. Okay, good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I thought you said 10 to one.
1: So we're saying the same thing, but sometimes, but you know, we, should look at, we could look at the sheet again and that's probably a good idea. We should keep it, keep mm-hmm. it running total and we don't. Yeah, we should. Keep it running percentage.
0: Some of our members report back like to the cent, like to the, you know, 841 mailers to everyone. And I've been doing it for 18 and a half months and I've sent out, mm-hmm. I mean, the de- detail is amazing.
1: Well, what, what skews it all is, you know, you have a mailer from two years ago and then it comes in it's like, OK, do I go back and redo my percentage?
0: No, they don't. I don't think See, they that's do. the thing. So there, there's a lot of accumulated goodwill with these mailers. Like right. they never go away. They, they get your offer. And the way that it's written, it's an actual offer. Unlike everything else that they get, yeah. they put it in a file. Yeah. You know, everybody who owns a home Uh, under over the age of 30 has a paper file on it somewhere and they and and I'll tell you the truth is their kids after they pass away their kids find this file where they get the tax bill they start digging through all this stuff
1: and see an offer they see
0: an offer and they call you right it happens to us every week
1: exactly from
0: years ago when we sent the letter out yeah those those never hit the our statistics exactly so it's good it's conservative number today's topic the ins and outs of babysitting a house deal this is why you're listening What's the first thing that comes to your mind or what's the first thing you do when a seller calls back and they say, I got your letter and talked to my husband and we really are thinking about selling. What's right. the first level that the babysitting starts at that moment?
1: I want to, I want them to say they are ready to sell. So let's assume it's that they're okay. we're ready to we got your offer. We're ready to go. What, what do we need to do next? and the very first thing we do is get, our, get eyes out there. Get the signed <coughs> purchase agreement and get someone in that house and get some photos so we really see what we're working with. We want to make sure it's still standing, there wasn't a fire on Tuesday, you know, and that's why they're calling <laughs> us. You know, we joke about on that. on Google Earth. Exactly. There's no house there. Exactly, We just got demolished, who knows what happened. So we want to get out there, you know, and just get some quick idea, make sure they weren't using it for like a lab and there was an explosion in the garage, you know. Which happened to us. Right. So we want to wanna get eyes out there real quick. And at that same time, so what you do you're starting the you're starting the process and you're doing this because you want you don't want the deal to go away. You have to keep them going, because time kill and time kills deals, and if you always have a next step and next step and next step, it keeps them in the loop and it keeps us moving forward and they and they know it's happening. So that's the very first thing is get out there, take some pictures, and at the same time what you're sitting at the coffee table and getting the signed purchase agreement and they're filling you in on anything they need to fill you in on about like, how much time they need to pack up the garage or are you sure it's okay and you know, I don't need to remodel the kitchen, you know, kind of thing, yep, we want it just as it is. You know, at that point then you're setting up the inspection. And I wanna have my inspector come out and and uh, what is Tuesday good, Wednesday good, what's good for you guys and get that process going. Um, it's a tons of, I was gonna kind of talk, I almost talk higher level first, and if you wanna ask me some detailed questions, I'll bring it down to this level. So, things about babysitting a house deal is, if you could afford a transaction coordinator someday, that's the that's the goal. It's yeah. awesome when you can do that. <clears throat> so, for years, we were the transaction coordinators. Mm-hmm. I was a transaction coordinator at, at a time, and so were you. And until we got to this level now, that we have a dedicated transaction coordinator, um, we were doing it. So. I'm overseeing all these little things and there's a lot that goes on. And I wanna give you some tips and help you right now. Number one, tons and tons and tons of communication, uh, especially in the beginning. But it really doesn't stop, I gotta say. You gotta, you gotta be in the loop. And what, what are you doing with your communication? You're doing two things. You're holding the hand of your seller and yet the, with your, your one hand you're holding it, you're helping your seller, Letting them know how easy this is. Yeah. Hey, do you have any questions? Yep, we're right on time, on schedule. Did you get your mover scheduled? Great, that's perfect. Okay, you're good. I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh, you know, or did you turn in with also what the title agent needs? Great, we're good. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And then on the other hand, you're over here talking to your title agent, like, hurry up. Remember, we said we're closing on the 30th. Do you have everything you need? What do you mean you didn't hear from them? Okay, hang on, I'll call you back. Hi, you know, that's really what you're doing. You're doing a lot of and, and as you're doing this, I want you to think about making it as easy and simple as possible for your seller while you're pushing and keeping on track your title company or your attorney, whoever you're using to close this deal kind of thing. And what I want you to think about too is when you get off the phone with your escrow company and they say, hey, we need a such and such affidavit of this form explaining X, Y, Z, you should be hanging up with them and quickly making it as simple, like, hi, they just need a little letter from you, email is fine, saying you paid off that bill, and you have a receipt to show it's done. You know, and something like that. better not even
0: write, write the letter for them. Yeah, you, you just can ask even, them to sign it. if you
1: want to, you can go that. Yeah. Thing. But you want to make this, you know, as simple for your seller, because they don't know the process, they don't know the steps, and that's why you're here. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing. And I want to make sure, too, that, um, you're providing, real, anything anybody needs, you gotta be on it and you gotta be quick. Cause you don't wanna slow down your own deal by the way. Um, and like I was saying too about goals, you gotta set real clear closing dates and goals. This is one of the things that I've learned and I've, I'm constantly, every time I bring in a new staff member I'm telling them, hey, these title reps work for you You don't work for them. So when you're calling and setting up and starting the process, you've met with your seller and you guys have an agreement that you're gonna close in two weeks. They need that money, they're ready to go. That's part of why they chose you. So now your job is to pick up the phone and call, maybe it takes six till you find one title company that you connect with and say, we have to close in two weeks. The money's all lined up, it's all ready to go. There's, you know, Nothing's needed, there's no contingencies, it's cash only. Can you do this and get their commitment and then stay on them?
0: In some cases, uh, it's better to even do it with a a real estate specific closing attorney. Right. Because they they can get it done really fast.
1: It might be faster and easier. Yeah, exactly.
0: Nothing holds up a deal like a title agent. Yeah. So you're going to have to go through a lot of them to find one in the market that you're in. And then you use that person over and over again. You can just communicate with them. That's it. You should have a home inspector out there within a day, maybe two days. Title agent should have everything done, depending on the market, in 12 to 15 days. Um, when people own houses for a really long time, like 60, 70 years, uh, the title plant, ironically, is harder to get because it's hard to go back that far. Right. So. You when, think it would be easier because you're be, like, they didn't owner.
1: change hands, so what's the problem, everybody?
0: So yeah. if, if, they own it, if they've own if owned it for five years, a young couple and they're just moving up or something, uh, somebody did a title report five years ago on it. And it's, it's easy to pick that up and find out what went hap- What that's happened
1: true. in the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. It's ironic. Yeah. And you're right. And then my, my last point is when you find a good one, a, like a good title agent, because oh. that's what a lot of it was a lot under. of this is about. No, it's OK. Treat them. Treat them well. I have sent them treats. Last was Rocky. I sent them like one hundred fifty dollars worth of Rocky Mountain Chocolate factory <laughs> apples. Did you? I did. That's I great. Did. This,
0: this one we like in here.
1: Yes. I told her I want to hire her. I would hire her, but she's, she's out there. I need her out here. So yeah, she's, she's good.
0: In all these real estate deals, every single house deal that there ever was, not so much land, but every house deal, something goes wrong. And you, your goal in babysitting your seller is to kind of plan for that one thing that right. goes wrong where they start to get a doubt and they're like, what, what do you mean? Uh, X, Y, Z. Right. If you've done your job as a babysitter uh, up front you're gonna be able to solve that, they're gonna trust you, yep. and they're gonna pick up the phone, you're gonna soothe that concern that they have. It might be something as silly as, you know, I really do, I talked to my sister and I, I need to keep the appliances. I told you guys we were gonna right. uh, include the appliances. But wait. You, so you just need, need to be prepared for that and right. not be an adversary. You really need to be on their team
1: exactly make it when, known that you are because and then they'll call you because i've had this too like i've had title agents or not title agents sellers call me literally like on a friday afternoon saying oh, the title agent said something that made me concerned that yeah. we're not going to close on monday are we okay i'm like of course we're okay don't worry yeah. about it and and they call and, was, and we had that relationship that she was comfortable to call me and make sure and yeah. i'm the buyer i'm just i'm really the buyer exactly and so and she's like okay we're good <laughs>
0: you know if you do this perfectly, mm. money is not their first concern. It's just being treated right and yeah. not being disappointed. You know there's so many consumers have so many disappointments yeah. throughout their regular day. It's an true. idiot clerk at Walmart, um, just getting double charged on a gas bill on it's and true. on and on. So you don't want to be that kind of person. You want to be on their team, and when some stuff goes a little bit sideways, not, let's not make it about money. Let's say, yeah. Solve it. You know what? There's, uh, you didn't tell me there was a bunch of back taxes on this property and I didn't catch it. What are we going to do here? You know, exactly. Like, so work together. Stuff, yeah, work together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: hey, I know your time is valuable. Thanks for spending some of it with us today. Join us next time for the episode called Our In-House. Title, escrow, company is coming soon.
1: And we answer your questions. Post it on our online community. Found at houseacademy.com. It is free.
0: You are not alone in your real estate ambition.
1: This is one of those topics that I could really go on and on and on about. I, I noticed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you said take notes. No, I did.
0: You I know think. what, Jill? You're, you're an expert at it. Thanks. You're an expert. You could teach a whole class and have a whole thing on how to close a real estate deal. Thank you. You know, you probably should.
1: In my spare time. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> wherever you're watching, wherever you are listening, please rate us there. We, we are, are Stephen and and Jill. Information and inspiration
0: to buy undervalued property.